Welcome to the Script Bits Podcast for Tuesday, 14th March, 2023. A bit today comes from Philippians 3, verse 10, which says that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings being made conformable to his death. And when Tuesday opens bright and sunshiny, though somewhat cold and windy, we just forget all the difficulties we experience on Monday. Yes, we do. We move on to this new day filled with God's new mercies and compassions, giving him grateful thanks and praise for all the undeserved goodness and loving kindness he's wrought in our lives through his awesome son, Jesus Christ, and the amazing work, direction, and guidance of his Holy Spirit. Wow! What a most wonderful God we serve, my fellow believers. And I do hope we truly appreciate him and do show our appreciation and gratitude by the way we live our lives. That's in keeping with his word and his will. And that sentiment about moving forward reminds me of Paul's words to the church at Philippi, where in talking to them about perfection in Christ, that's maturing in the things of Christ, which is his stated goal and should also be ours. He says that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings being made conformable to his death, if by any means I might attain unto the resurrection of the dead. And that comes from Philippians 3, verses 10 to 11. Yes, friends, but Paul is desirous of attaining a literal as well as figurative, rem- sorry, figurative resemblance to Christ. He wants to personally know him to share in his sufferings as well as his death. The scholars explain it thus. They say Paul is eager to become more like Jesus in his death. That's a reference to verse 10, so that he can, one, progressively experience more of the believer's resurrection life to be enjoyed now. That's when they talk about newness of life in Romans 6.4. And secondly, someday to undergo physical resurrection from the grave, thus experiencing God's power in one of his greatest aspects. And that certainly is a most worthwhile objective for all believers, one though that is not very easy to attain. But Paul recognizes this when he says, not as though I had already attained or obtained it, either were already perfect, but I follow after that press on, if that I may apprehend or lay hold of that for which also I am apprehended of Christ. And that's Philippians 3.12. But Paul denies that he's already obtained the goal of fully knowing Christ and all that's included in that knowledge. The scholars tell us, At this point in his life, the apostle does know Christ, but not to the full extent possible. He has experienced his power, 
but not to the degree he desires. He has been made like Jesus in his death, but he can still die some more to sin and self. He does walk in newness of life, but there is room for improvement, and he is in hot pursuit of his goal. Right. Oh, friends, how I wish that that could be said of many more of us believers, that we in hot pursuit of Christ and the things which pertain to him. Unfortunately, though, his church is filled with too many lackluster Christians. Too many of us lack the salt and light Jesus desires of us to have so that we can pursue his agenda of spreading the good news of his gospel of salvation and eternal life. Anyway, Bro Paul, as always, with this practical mind, offers us a practical avenue to help us accomplish our spiritual goal of knowing Christ. He continues in his letter to the Philippians, Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended that's laid hold of perfection, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth or forward unto those things which are before or ahead, I press toward the mark that's the goal for the price of the high or upward calling of God in Jesus Christ. And that's taken from Philippians 3, 13 to 14. Now, that's how we should also be in the fight to know Christ. None of us are perfect, have attained maturity in the things of Christ, but we cannot move forward unless and until we let go of the baggage we have accumulated in our past life. According to the scholars, when Bro Paul talks about those things which are behind, he's referring to both his religious credentials, which you can find in verses 5 to 6, and which he now counted as loss, and to his past Christian achievements and successes. In ever pursuing his goal to know Christ, he refuses to let past guilt put him down or to rest on past laurels, because either could spell spiritual disaster. And the same goes for us today, friends. Hanging on to our past guilt or resting on our laurels from past achievements will inhibit us from moving forward in our objective or the mark of getting to know Christ more fully. So those are things which we desperately need to work on especially in these turbulent times when we need our faith to be strong and to grow stronger as the days seem to get progressively more evil and lawless. And when we press on towards that mark with conscious purpose and perseverance, we will eventually win the prize. The scholars tell us that's the joyful personal satisfaction of having attained it as well as the divine commendation and reward to be granted in heaven for having reached this goal on earth. And the high calling of God is the divine summons extended to the believers for salvation. Oh, my fellow saints, that is a major purpose of our earthly life, to become like Christ. Remember God's intention 
as written by Brother Paul to the church at Rome. He says, For whom he did foreknow, he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his Son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. And that comes from Romans 8.29. Yes, friends, from the very beginning, the Father dreamed of, imagined a household of children that all resemble his firstborn son, Jesus Christ. But that doesn't come automatically. We have to work at it seriously and with perseverance, for the enemy is always there nipping at our heels, playing games and tricks with our minds, trying to divert us from that awesome goal of becoming like Christ. But you know what? We have the tools to fight him off but we just have to learn how to use them, then put that knowledge into action. And for those of us who are sincerely moving along those lines, let's go home now declaring, yes, we spell it declaring right. That's about the fourth or fifth time we've done that in the last few days. Glory be. Yes, friends, let's go home now declaring or choose the mantra, letting the whole world know to whom we belong lock, stock, and barrel as one strong and sincere voice. In God's eyes, I'm not what I do. I'm not what I have. I'm not what people say about me. I am the beloved of God. That's who I am. No one can take that from me. I don't have to worry. I don't have to hurry. I can trust my friend Jesus and share his love with my immediate neighbors, as well as with the whole wide world. Glory be. Now, my people, let's go out and action those words and share the amazing love and friendship of Christ with others so that they too can come to know and love him like we do. Much love. And the postscript for today says, there's no better commendation than to hear Christ say, well done, my good and faithful servant. <laughs> yes, friends, those are the best words we could hear from Christ. You know, when we reach to heaven and he say, oh, welcome, my friends. Welcome, my good and faithful servant. So please, let's get serious and walk towards that now. Live for Jesus so that when we arrive in heaven, he could give us that reward. And we pray it in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Please have a blessed day, my people. Much love.